Welcome back to the Law of Attraction Tribe podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Keith. And today we have a special guest, Stacey Failing, who is host of the She Wakes Up podcast, where she is helping women shift their mindset and heal from the past. Stacey was in my mastermind at the beginning of the year and watching where she started versus where she is now and all of the incredible things that she's doing to shift her from her career in nursing to a podcaster and coach has just been such a joy to watch. And she really addresses a lot of things that she went through in terms of healing trauma. So she is a great person to be teaching on this subject. And I'm just so grateful that I'm meeting all these different women inside the mastermind, inside the inner tribe that are a part of all different sorts of modalities. And we can learn something different from all of them. And so I am going to be interviewing some different people um, that are a part of the inner tribe. Some will be on the podcast. Some will be exclusively inside the Manifest It Now app. Um, So if you're not in there, make sure you download it. There is a ton of free content, number one, including a bunch of subliminals. But with the premium content, you're also getting access to the inner tribe. And the inner tribe is where people like myself and Stacy are connecting with one another. And you get that support from other high vibe women that are on the journey of manifesting their dreams. And this is so incredibly important when you're going through the manifestation process, because one of the biggest things that I find is that women are getting blocked from manifesting because they don't have a supportive network. The people in their life either don't understand the law of attraction or they're really negative. They're placing seeds of doubt. They don't believe that it's possible. Um, And so it's really hard to manifest what you want when you are surrounded by people that just don't get it and that aren't there for it, even if they have your best interest in mind. So That's what the inner tribe is all about. It's all about networking, meeting other people that are going through the same thing, that are working on manifesting all of their big goals in life. And we now have weekly coaching calls. So I am getting on there every week on Zoom and we're doing coaching, we're asking questions, we're supporting one another, we are helping each other get to the bottom of what's holding us back. Um, So you get access to that, you get exclusive subliminals, workbooks, expert interviews, so much value. Literally everything you need to make manifestation a main part of your life and make it a daily practice. So to get in the inner tribe, to get full access to the Manifest It Now app, it's only $88 for the entire year. I think of all the things I've spent $88 on, um, I'm pretty sure I've spent $88 Every single time I've walked into Target and I guarantee that 99% of what I bought was crap that I don't need. Um, I go out to lunch or grab Starbucks every day and end up spending that amount of money in a month or on a brunch date. So just think about all the things that you spent $88 for and think about how much value you could get spending this on investing in yourself and helping manifest your goals. And what I tell everyone that comes into it is the very first thing you can do to kind of get your feet wet with the law of attraction is manifest that money back. So 
That's something you could easily do with all of the tools that we have available. So head to the Manifest It Now app. You can download it in your app store. You just upgrade to premium and then you get access to everything. The inner tribe, the book club, all the subliminals, all the rituals, all the good stuff. Now let's go ahead and dive into our interview with Stacy Failing. And by the way, I feel like I should just mention that all that background noise is Amelia. So I apologize, but this is mom life and what happens when you work at home and don't have a sitter for the day. So sorry for all the background noise. Um, thank you for hanging in there. And let's go ahead and hear from Stacy. All right, guys, I have a special guest today with us. Her name is Stacy Failing, and she was actually a mastermind client of mine at the beginning of the year, and it was amazing. We had the best month. Um, quantum shifts happened. Uh, how much was accomplished um, by her in that month was, it just blew my mind, and it's been such a joy watching her um go on this journey. And so I have her here today. She is host of the She Wakes Up podcast. Stacy, welcome. Hi, Stephanie. Thank you. And yes, that mastermind was so much fun. Um, such a good group of women. And it was a really good um, space to just see everybody's journey and their growth in such a short amount of time. Yeah, it's it blows my mind when you get a group of goal-oriented women together, the things that can be accomplished is just crazy. It's like, you know, don't ever us underestimate how much can can happen in just a, a short month. It's wild. Um, but here you are, you started your podcast. That was, I know, a thing that you were working on during the mastermind, and it's absolutely amazing. I recommend everyone check it out. Um, but let's go ahead and start off. Maybe you can just tell everyone a little bit more about who you are, what you're doing, uh, so they can get to know you. Yeah, absolutely. So like Stephanie said, I am the host of the She Wakes Up podcast, and that's a podcast where I help women really get unstuck with where they are by digging deep into kind of what happened to them, um, because a lot of times we feel stuck in the present because of something in the past that we haven't really worked through. And so manifesting is also a piece that helps to navigate that. But then ultimately, the goal is to get you to where you want to be. Um, so through that, um, I started the podcast because of my own journey through this and I felt like you know I was always looking for my thing like what is my thing and then it just hit me and I knew that I needed to share my story because I know that so many other women who have experienced the trauma that I have um, and the feeling that feeling of being stuck is just so overwhelming and exhausting that I knew I needed to help other women get out of that because I would have loved to have somebody walk alongside of me when I was navigating my heart. Um, and just like you, Stephanie, when you were stuck in that corporate position, just I know you know what I'm talking about, that overwhelming feeling of suck. And it just takes everything out of you. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm here to do is to walk alongside of you. This isn't a look at me. It's a come with me because I'm still navigating some hard in my life. And I just want to share our journeys and to help each other get unstuck and get to that place that we all want to be and that we all deserve to be. Yeah. You know, that word stuck, it's like it, it triggers an emotional response in me. Cause like you said, I was there in that corporate job and just feeling completely 
helpless. And I think it's something that everyone goes through at some point or another in their life. Like life can be hard. It could be really hard. And it's so great to have someone that has the tools that can help heal some of those things. So do you feel comfortable sharing a little bit of your story and kind of where you were and how you got to where you are now? Cause you've made leaps and bounds so much improvement in your life. Thank you. Yeah. And looking back, it's like, oh my gosh, I did overcome so much because when you're in the trenches of it, it can seem like you're just treading water. You're going through the day to day and you feel like you're never going to get out of that space. Um, But looking back, it's like, oh my gosh, I did. I overcame so much and I don't know really where I would be if I didn't make those moves. So it all started um, about 10 years ago. I was in a very toxic relationship with my daughter's dad. And I'm a big believer in family and I'm very loyal. And so for me, my biggest goal was to keep us together. And I was going to make excuses and justify reasons for staying up and down just so that I could keep my daughter's family together. And it was very emotional. Um, You know, she was witnessing a lot of the the anger and the sadness in the house and it just, um, it was just, it was not a good place for either of us. And I was putting myself through nursing school. Um, I was working part-time. So I just felt like I wasn't financially able to be out on my own. Um, And again, just wanting to keep our family together. So I just, I kept telling myself the grass isn't greener. You know, he can change. We're just going through this season. And one day I just realized I'm not doing what's best for me, but I'm also not doing what's best for my daughter. And that hit me really hard because I thought this whole time of me staying because for eight years, I knew I wanted to get out of this relationship, um, but I stayed. And when that realization hit me that I am actually doing worse for my daughter by putting her in this environment and modeling to her that this is what a normal, healthy, loving relationship looks like. And I didn't want that to become her future because I knew how hurtful it was to be in it. And so I just, at that point, figured it out. And it was a process. It didn't happen overnight, but I knew that, like I said, eight years before this, I wanted to get out. And now I needed to make that move for the both of us. So I started doing all the things. I started putting my name on wait lists for an apartment. I knew I was going to have to move in with my parents for a short period of time, all the things I didn't want to do. And I didn't have all the answers. I didn't know how I was going to support myself because I was really close to graduating, um, but didn't have a job at the time um, that was going to financially support me like I needed to. And I just was overwhelmed with all the how. And but I knew I just had I didn't have a choice at this point. And so I didn't really let the how affect me. I was kind of in survival mode to get out of there. And so I put all those things in place. I just put one foot in front of the other and um, was able to get out of there. I did stay with my parents for about six months while I was waiting for my apartment and saving up some money. I got in my apartment and it was pretty empty. Like I left everything behind. I packed up my car. Um, I took four trips, loaded my car up and left everything except for sentimental and personal things. So my apartment was very empty, but I didn't care. Like I, huge weight was lifted off of me when I was able to be out of there and I didn't have to worry about what I was going to come home to or how I was going to be talked to or what my daughter was going to be witness to that day. And from there, it just started this 
I am stronger than I give myself credit for. And I can do the hard things. And I did figure it out, even though it was very scary and I had no clue what was going to be on the other side of me leaving. I just knew that I couldn't be there anymore. Um, and then from there, you know, I got a job as an OB nurse and um, I actually met my husband now. Um, we've been married for it'll be five years, but um, kind of in around that same time. So um, a lot of emotional overwhelm and taking that very slowly, trying to figure out, is this just because I don't want to be alone? Is this, you know, really the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with? Do I want to put my daughter in this situation right now? So all of these things that came flooding in, in a good way, made me question kind of everything that I have been through. And um, yeah, so it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, had a good job, moved in, we got a house together. Um, we have now he's almost four, four-year-old son together. He's kind of stepped in and has helped me raise my daughter who her dad has no contact with her anymore. Um, so we've really just built this life together and I am very happy and I don't have to be on edge. And I am in a place where I have a husband who loves me and my daughter sees now what a healthy, loving relationship looks like and is a good role model for our son. And I know that I wouldn't have been here. I wouldn't have been able to create this podcast. I wouldn't be in the headspace. My mindset would have been completely shifted and I wouldn't have been able to do all the amazing things that I was able to do if I just stayed stuck because I was afraid. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. I had chills as you're, <laughs> as you're talking. I mean, it's such a powerful story and it, it probably has taken a lot of healing for you to be able to share that. But by sharing that, I, you have no idea that's, that's gotta be helping so many women. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of women that are in that space that you were in that are scared that know that they want better, but don't know how to get started. And I love that you share that you had nothing you had, you know, you had to um, go to an empty apartment. You had to stay with your parents. You had to do whatever it took to get out of that situation. Um, because a lot of times people might be looking at their current situation, situation, thinking I can't leave, but you absolutely can. And it, it's hard and it's scary, but look at where you're at now and look at how far you've come. And when you're in a toxic environment, um, it really is next to impossible to manifest what you want when you're in a fearful state, when you're worried about yourself and your children. So I really hope that this motivates women that are listening to this, that they, they absolutely, um, can do it by, by seeing that you were able to do it and be successful. I'm sure it's going to give them the hope that they can do it as well. So thank you so much for, for sharing, you know, all of that. Cause I'm sure it's hard hard to relive it and to talk about it, but it's very helpful. Yeah. Thank you. And it's, there are days that, you, like I said, my daughter is not in contact with her dad. And so there's definitely the residuals that I, I feel are going to be things that we're going to have to navigate together as she asks questions and as she grows up and, you know, but the big picture is that, and she does understand too, like that was the best decision. And even though it was hard and we had no idea um, what was on the other side, but that's why I'm here. That's why I'm sharing my story because I know what that feels like. And I 
and I know I'm living proof, just like your story, you know, it, we can overcome those hard things. And it really does come down to how we shift our mindset. And you, when you're in survival mode, you're not really thinking about any of that. So you do have to be in a, in a better place to get to a better place, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. It's like the Maslow hierarchy of needs. You have to have that basic, your, your basic needs met, and then your safety met. Mm -hmm. You have to feel safe and secure before you can move on to some of the other, you know, like spiritual aspects of ourself. And, you know, something you touched on earlier was about how you stayed, um, you know, in the beginning, because you were trying to keep it together for your daughter. And I'm so glad that you mentioned that, because I think that that's something that is more unique to women. I know like myself as a mom, I get that mom guilt all the time. Um, I used to have it all the time in the corporate world. And that kept me in that, that negative corporate situation for years because I thought, well, I need to stay for my family because this is providing for my family. And what it was doing was it was causing a lot of pain for my family because I was so stressed out and you bring that home with you and it affects every area of your life. And when you start choosing yourself and focusing on yourself, it absolutely has a positive effect on the people in your life, including your children, because as you raise your vibration, you're going to collectively raise the vibration of your family. And it's so important to you know, shut off the mom guilt and know that the best thing that you could do for your kids is to focus on yourself and your own well-being, because then you're going to show up better for everyone in your life. Um, so Stacy, I want to ask, I know you do a lot of work around healing and trauma. So if someone out there is listening and they're in the thick of it, like they're in this toxic relationship, um, and maybe they've just left, like what's some of the tools available? Like what's a first step that they can take to start healing and to start moving on in a better direction in their life? Yeah. And it really goes off of what you were just talking about as putting yourself first, because for whatever reason, society makes women think that once you become a mom and you have that title, like yourself is removed and you no longer have a place, like you yeah. no longer have a future, you know, everything is about your kids. And we get so wrapped up in that. And then we get that mom guilt. And it's the same thing when you're in that situation, when you get out, there's a lot of inner work that needs to happen. Um, obviously, there was a lot that happened to get you out. But then you still have those those words, you know, for me, especially like that toxic um, verbal and just emotional abuse that I had gone through for so long, you start to believe a lot of those things that you're being told about yourself. You really have a lower self-esteem um, because you weren't able to really manifest a future. You don't even know what your goals look like. You don't, you kind of lose yourself in all of this. And this doesn't even have to be a toxic relationship, but as moms too, or being somebody in a corporate position where you have those titles, we get lost in all of that. So whatever it is that we're going through, we have to remember to pull ourselves up from that space and to really prioritize us. Because what happens a lot of times is we go through life being this person for everybody else. 
you know, for our kids, for our spouses, for our employers. And then we get to a point in our life and we look back and we go, I don't even know who I am anymore. What Mm -hmm. happened? Who am I? What do I want? And so it's never too late to do that inner work. And I think there's such a good place in it. It's like, you know, turning over a new leaf when you do get out of a relationship like that is really take that time that you didn't get for yourself and know that it's not selfish and that you're setting an example because when you are taking time for yourself, you're healing yourself, you're showing your children that it's okay to do that for themselves and to love themselves. And when you are able to be in your best place and you're able to really love yourself, you are better able to take care of those around you. But then you also, it's that law of attraction of if you love yourself, you're not going to let somebody else come into your life. That's going to treat you less than you would treat yourself. But when we are in that low self-esteem state, you know, that's kind of what we gravitate towards. We just need acceptance. We just need somebody that will love us. And we don't really recognize what that could look like if we are really confused about who we are. So just find yourself again, give yourself permission to be you and do things for you and just take that time. It's super important. I love that. And, you know, a question that I get all the time from people is like, I'm, I'm constantly, you know, getting these negative thoughts that come up from the past, from, uh, you know, their ex or from, you know, bad decisions that were made or things that had happened. How, how do I move forward? Like, how do I, it keeps coming up and then I'll be in a good state and I'll be focused on manifesting, but these thoughts keep coming back around. How do, how do people begin to like heal that and move on from that? Um, and kind of like loosen its grip on their life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would say forgiveness. Definitely. Um, it's a really hard practice because you feel like if you forgive that person, then you're allowing them, you're giving them the okay, you're justifying what they did or that circumstance that happened to you to be okay. And really it's allowing yourself to let go of that hold that they have on you by breaking those chains and just letting them go and know that they no longer have that control over you. But if you allow them to still have that power, then it's gonna be really hard to overcome those things and again, you know, those thoughts become your emotions, which fuels your self um, confidence, which fuels your future you and your future situation. So it's very important to know that just because you're forgiving someone for hurting you doesn't mean that you're giving them that permission slip to be okay with that. It's just allowing yourself to break free and to create your own future without them in it. Yeah, absolutely. And I know, you know, it's a long process. It's, you know, healing and overcoming trauma and things like this take time. So, you know, if someone is going through this and um, they want to go on that journey, they need help, they need someone to really walk them through the process. Um, can you tell everyone like how to find you? Are you offering coaching? Um, just give everyone a little bit of insight on some of the things that you're offering to help with that. Yeah. And it is important to know that this is not an overnight fix and this is a constant progression. Um, and the more that you 
kind of get away from that, the easier it becomes. But you just have to know that, you know, to put yourself first all the time, first and foremost, before anything is going to really get that that footing, you know, one foot in front of the other, and then everything else kind of falls into place. But absolutely, you can find me um, at She Wakes Up for the podcast, anywhere that you listen, and then Instagram as well, She Wakes Up. I have a link there in my bio that has um, an opportunity to just do a free unstuck consultation with me to just kind of have a conversation around kind of what you're feeling stuck in and if I can help you in any sort of capacity with one-on-one coaching I do offer that Um, but I like to have those conversations first just to kind of see um, you know where you're at and what I can really help you with so I like to have it um, it's very individualized and it's a very intimate space because a lot of times women are coming to me with a lot of pain points and so I like to navigate that and make it really about them Um, so yeah, that's so great. Thank you, Stacey. I absolutely, um, think that you are the best person because you've been through it to help others, you know, navigate this, this journey that they're going through. So I appreciate you coming on and, um, I hope to have you on again in the future sometime. Thank you so much again for having me. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please pay it forward by sharing it with a friend. This costs you nothing and it is the best thing you can do to help me get this podcast out to as many people as possible. And if you would like some FaceTime with me to help you on your manifesting journey, to give you some advice, guidance, tips to share and cheer you on, make sure you join the inner tribe. You can do that by going to the link in the show notes or simply download the Manifest It Now app and head to the inner tribe section. I hope to see you there. I hope you have an amazing week and I will see you back here next time.